Welcome to CalCast, your creator national podcast. God Network News, Episode 117. Welcome, GNN fans, to another episode of God Network News, the podcast that tells you what God's doing around the world, not what CNN tells you, but what GNN tells you is going on in the world. If you're tired of listening to all of that crisis network news and you want to hear what God's doing, well, give us a listen. Welcome back, God Network News fans. We've got a new series of audio testimonies for you from the field. Some exciting stories about God doing powerful miracles through prayer, spiritual warfare, amazing breakthroughs amongst unreached people groups. And we have some just fantastic stories to pass on to you. This next series of about 12 episodes will be covering amazing miracles coming out of the country of Indonesia. We've probably all read about the revivals that happened many years ago in Indonesia and resulted in quite a few people coming to know the Lord from a Buddhist and a Muslim background, but nothing compared to what's happening now. Now it's just a huge number that are coming into the kingdom, and it's really, really exciting, and we get to hear some stories stories that are fresh from the field. And these aren't old stories. These are new stories of what God is doing now. So we're excited to bring those to you. But before we do, we would really like to share with you some of the things happening with our God Network News website, with the CalCast Podcast Network. We want to just remind you that we do have a website that you can go to. You can get to that website if you surf to godnetworknews.com. That's godnetworknews, one word, dot com. There's lots of wonderful resources there that you can get for free, uh, mission resources, other kinds of testimonies testimonies and free downloadable evangelistic films, all kinds of things uh, made for unreached people groups. So if you're doing any kind of work with unreached people groups or you work in your church and you want to mobilize people to reach the unreached, we have documentary films on specific people groups, prayer videos, all kinds of resources, and it's all free for you to download. So we recommend that you come to that website. You can also play any of our podcasts from there or look at any of the past podcasts that you want on that website. Also, there's a comment section and we want to encourage you to leave a comment, uh, whether negative or positive, we want to hear back from you. Uh, it does no good for us to have a community if we're the only ones talking, right? So we would like to hear from you, uh, good, bad, or ugly, okay? Just keep the language clean. That's all we ask. So please do leave a comment and also recommend our podcast to other people. You can actually share the podcast with others through several different social 
social media platforms. So all of that is right there. And, and also, if you use iTunes or Google Play or any of the other podcast aggregators, please just go ahead. You'll find a link to those. Click on it and you'll go right into the Cowcast podcast network where we have God Network news as well as Gospel Gadget podcasts. If you do use iTunes or Google Play, please uh, leave a review for us. It really helps our standing on the list of podcasts that they have in those aggregators and it helps us to reach more and more people and get more traffic to the podcast. So please do leave a review for us and a five-star rating if you can, if that's what you want to do. So thank you very much for visiting the website, getting a hold of these other resources and giving us feedback from these podcasts. We want to hear from you. Carol and I were recently at a conference, which was a special international gathering of people from an organization that focuses specifically on sharing the gospel with Muslims around the world. And we met this wonderful brother who we'll call Jack. And Jack told us some amazing stories of his work in Indonesia. Indonesia has 300 plus different languages, a thousand different islands in that archipelago. There's people just scattered every You have a few Christians and you have a large number of Hindus and Buddhists, as well as the vast majority being Muslim. And so this is a very strategic place for our brother and his team to be working and sharing the gospel with uh, people from a Muslim background. And he began to share with us these stories about what God was doing. And we quickly pulled out our recorder. And even though some of the background noise might be a little bit distracting, that clears up after a little while, but it was just so exciting, the stories of what God was doing. We had to bring it to you, our God Network News listeners. Greetings, God Network News fans. We've got another great uh, story about what God's doing amongst unreached peoples. And uh, we are at a meeting, as you can hear in the background, people chatting away. Uh, and uh, we uh, met a, a new friend named Jack, and Jack has some compelling and exciting stories about what God's doing amongst unreached peoples, and uh, he'd like to tell us that story. Welcome, Jack. Thank you very much, Calvin. Yeah, so about two weeks before Easter uh, holiday, uh, approximately a year and a half ago, a group of friends, uh, mainly foreigners who live in the country where we serve, decided that we'd go up to the mountain, uh, actually in a tea field that looks over our city, and that we'd have a, a time of prayer and worship. So we went up there. It was a Saturday. And we were having a great time. And then all of a sudden, this uh, fella pulls up on his motorcycle, parks it right in front of where we were. In fact, we had a, a tarp up so that we'd have some shade. And uh, he just walks right under the tarped area. He's wearing a military uniform, and he has a gun on his side. Oh, oh, oh. that's a so little scary. So <laughs> we, were, we were a little bit worried about what, what his purpose was. <laughs> so we asked him, you know, the normal questions. Who are you? You know, uh, uh, where do you come from? You know, and things like that. And then he was also a little bit curious about us. But um, he shared some things that, you know, were about his life circumstance. And uh, so we offered to pray for him, and uh, which we often do now. 
more than we had in the past. And so he said, yes, I'd love for you to pray about what I've shared with you, you know. So we prayed for him, and he said, you know, um, I really felt the peace of God come over me in a way that I, I've never experienced before wow. in my life. And so in the wake of that, he said, let me ask you a question. I've asked this question to Kiais and Ustads and, and Muslim teachers, and I've never received an answer that really satisfied me. He said, why does Jesus come back on the last day and not Muhammad? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> yeah, I, I was glad he had asked it, too. So yeah. I asked him a question. I said, sir, you're a Muslim. Yeah. You read the Al-Quran. Yeah. Well, what's his name in the Al-Quran? Isa al-Masi. So I asked him, do you know what al-Masi means? And he said, no, I don't. So I said, well, there's the answer to your question lies in knowing what al-Masi means. And what typical Muslim teachers will teach is that it means anointed. Uh -huh. and that he's anointed, okay. and that all prophets are anointed. Mm -hmm. And within Muslim tradition, they believe that Jesus is one of the anointed prophets amongst 26 prophets. And uh, so he was following with that. And I said, but what you don't know is that he's anointed to be king, mm -hmm. and that God's kingdom is coming back. And there's only one king. There's not 26 kings. There's one king, and he's the appointed king. Mm. And what's more, he, want, he did everything possible to make sure that you could be in his kingdom. Wow, that's great. By coming and dying and being a sacrifice, which was a payment for your sin, so mm. that you could enter his kingdom, so that when he comes back on the last day, you will be in his kingdom. Mm. And he thought about it for a little while. And he said, you know, I like your answer. <laughs> That's good. I want to believe the way you do. Wow. How can I do that? Wow. And I said, well, I did it through a prayer. You can do it through a prayer. So right there on the mountain, we led him to the Lord. Wow. Praise the Lord. That's awesome. Yeah. So it was, it was a really moving moment. And then since we were with a group of friends who... Uh, uh, are very attuned to what the Holy Spirit is doing. Mm -hmm. They suggested we should pray for him that he would be filled with the Holy Spirit wow, in that's that time. Great. And so we did. And yeah. uh, he he teared up. He you know was very moved by wow. this. And uh, and he he kind of excused himself for a little while, then came back. And I got his contact information. Right. So the second time I met him, I brought a friend of mine who's actually an MBB. Mm -hmm. And I, I knew that, you know, whatever decision he had made on the mountain, he might be having some sort of uh, dissonance, you know, with right. his, his uh, understanding of teachings that he had heard his entire life as a Muslim about Jesus. Right. And then his new understanding about who is Isa al-Masi, which he had received into his heart. Yeah. So as I suspected, he had many questions and I let my MBB friend answer most of those and then challenge him with other um, yeah, quotes from the Quran, quotes from the Bible, and things like this. Correct. So it increased his understanding. But what he shared with us in the second meeting was a bit more revealing about what had happened prior to that day on the mountain. Wow. Two days prior to meeting us on the mountain, he was in his home, and uh, he has established about six months prior to meeting us, he had established 
a handheld radio network where they have a certain frequency All right, and yeah. they you know a couple of hundred guys talking to each other through these handheld radios sure. and so he was in his house and it was a, a lightning storm and he was struck by lightning in his house and he was thrown approximately two meters Oh my and he said, I was floating above my body as my four children were trying to revive me. Mm. And I left and I, I, I was shocked that I was floating up and up and up and my head didn't hit the ceiling of my house. And I was looking down at my body as my kids were trying to revive me. And uh, then for whatever reason, I was permitted to go back. Wow. And, and so I, I revived. I, I woke up. And he said, because the electricity in my house was totally shut down by the lightning, uh, I, had, I sat at a table, I lit a candle and sat at the table, and he said it was at that moment that I prayed out to God. I said, I've made a mess of my life to this point. 